Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning. Well, sit back and relax. We're on week two of a four-week homily series on our magnificent destiny. And this weekend, I get to talk about heaven. So I want you to relax for a moment. And I want you to think about a time or a moment in your life when things were about as perfect as they've ever been. When you felt content, you felt alive, you felt loved, you felt energized, happy. Just think, imagine a moment like that for a moment. Now imagine that moment being a hundred times better and for all eternity. And maybe that's a glimpse of what heaven is like. Let me give you a few examples of that. So contentment for me is to get home after a long day when I'm tired, to get into my chair, put a blanket over my lap, and to get the two cats on my lap. That's just as good as it gets. Imagine what that would be like a hundred times better. 200 cats on my lap. <laughs> Heaven. Um, a lot of us in Oregon really appreciate nature. On Fridays, I always go out for a little kayak run during lunch, and the river on Friday was, it was just especially beautiful. The cottonwood trees are turning bright yellow right now, and when the sun hits them, it looks like they just turn into flames. They're so bright. Water was calm. The geese were flying over. Now imagine that moment being a hundred times better and for all eternity, because that's the grandeur of our God. For those of you who are into sports, either playing sports or watching sports, imagine being totally in the zone, playing your absolute best, your whole team playing the absolute best, and the other team playing their best, and a close game that's exciting, and everyone playing well and getting along well and multiply that by a hundred. And maybe that's a glimpse of what heaven is going to be like. Another example for you, those of you who play video games, what if new games of Fortnite were coming out every day <laughs> with new opportunities and new challenges and new playmates, and it was just growing and expanding and engaging for all eternity, a hundred times better. Imagine all of that. Now imagine worship for a minute. The highlight of my music career before I went into the seminary was getting to play with the Oregon Symphony for about five years, and I got to play in all of their big concerts. And there's nothing quite like being on stage in the middle of a large orchestra, especially in events when they have a choir with the orchestra as well, and everyone is playing their best, and it's loud, and literally the stage is vibrating with energy. For me, going to a concert never works anymore because I'm so used to being right in the middle of it all. Um, but imagine blowing that up by a hundred times greater in offering that to God as praise and worship. That's a powerful sensation. And that's what heaven, that's part of what heaven's going to be for us as well. 
amazing. It's going to blow our socks off. It's going to be so much bigger and grander and more delightful than we could ever, ever even imagine. The biblical model of heaven brings it in a slightly different context, which overlaps with all of those that I just shared with you. And it talks about um, the Latin word that we use for it is communio, which relates, it's more than just communication or community, but it's this togetherness. So heaven isn't going to be just self-indulgence and getting to enjoy what we like to enjoy, but there's going to be this huge interconnectedness with all people of all time. This is how Bishop Robert Barron describes that. I love his description on this. Um, so the, one of the descriptions, especially in the book of Revelation, is that heaven will be like the new Jerusalem, fully restored. And this is how he writes about that. Life in the heavenly Jerusalem will be in union with the angels and saints, and our minds, our wills, and our energies will be fully alive and properly focused, and we will live in thrilling, interdependent communion with one another. Because of our sins and the natural conflicts of finite existence, here on earth, communio is so rare, hard to achieve. But when we've been raised to a new pitch of perfection, and when the self-absorption of sin has been burned away, we will rejoice in one another's accomplishments and delight in the harmony that we can achieve together. Isn't that a compelling view of what heaven is? It's going to blow our socks off, folks. It's important that we keep that vision in mind because we live in a broken world and we're reminded of that over and over again, that this is not heaven. And if we try to pretend that somehow human effort is going to make this world heaven, we're going to be forever frustrated and angry and disappointed. The reality is the best of our human efforts cannot fix our broken world. The best of our human efforts can't fix me. That's why we need a Savior. Our second reading today, Jesus enters into the heavenly realm and he draws us with him. Apart from him, this broken world can never be healed, and human effort isn't going to be able to do that. But listen carefully, that doesn't mean that we don't work for justice. It doesn't mean that we don't try to mend broken relationships, and we don't try to deal with our own character faults and our own sinfulness. But it means we live with a reality of this world is broken, that this is not heaven, and that there's nothing we can do to make this world fully heaven. You hear what I'm saying with that? So we have to hold both of these once again. The fact that heaven is going to blow our socks off, but this is not heaven, and our best efforts aren't going to make it into that. And as a result of that, we can be more patient, hopefully, with ourselves, with the people around us. We can be more patient with politics. We can be more patient with vaccinations. We can be more patient with the church because we all live in a broken world, and none of these things are going to be perfected this side of heaven. Last weekend, Deacon Brett talked about the saints, and he mentioned that one of the great benefits we have in looking at their lives is seeing the lens through which they saw everything of trust, 
of surrendering in God, of accepting God's bigger plan for everything. At the very end of the creed, we always pray, we look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. And the final thing we pray in that creed is amen, because that's what we look forward to. That's the completion that's awaiting us. So my suggestion this week, as we go into a new week, is this. When we encounter something that is less than perfect, in other words, broken, I want us to just say the words, this is not heaven. How many of you have ants at home? (laughs) Deacon Brad has a line. He says, all of Washington County is built on an anthill. I think it's probably true. I read something last week that I didn't verify. It says that if you were to weigh all the ants in the whole world together, it would weigh about the same as all of the humans in the whole world. Isn't that a staggering figure? So this week, as we encounter those little things of brokenness and the bigger things of brokenness, let's remind ourselves, this is not heaven, but I have a second half of that for you this week. But... Heaven is going to blow my socks off. So I want you to say that after me, both halves first. The first half, this is not heaven, but heaven is going to blow my socks off. So you get out after Mass and the battery on your car is dead. This is not heaven, but heaven is going to blow my socks off. You hate wearing these dumb masks, but this is not heaven, but heaven is going to blow my socks off. Or on a more serious note, you get bad news this afternoon, and we gently remind ourselves, this is not heaven, but heaven is going to blow my socks off. So let's remember that as we walk into this new week, remembering that in all of this, Jesus leads the way. He is our Savior for our broken world and for ourselves. And in Him, we have this absolute hope and expectation of what heaven is going to be. Amen? Amen. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org dot org